Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Okay, welcome to FML FPL, this Walsh for a fireside chat edition. We have Late Riser with us. He's a contributor for Fantasy Football Scout, and he's got a lot of really top finishes in the last handful of years. He had a 77th place finish a few years ago. A really consistent, good FPL manager, really strong mind and strategic way he approaches the game is pretty unique. So hopefully we'll get some uh, get some good info from him. Late Riser, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing good. Thank you for putting me on a pedestal. There was no need for that. I'm just I'm just stating I'm just observing the facts, bro. I'm just saying what you where you've been and what you do. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been good. Uh, the lockdowns uh, been not too bad. I mean, I've been at home. I've been playing this uh, sick game that the FPL Twitter community is into. It's called Championship Manager FPL. So we're actually playing a game on a game. And uh, it's great fun because you get like pick players like Rude and Bex and all of that. So uh, yeah, old school, uh, old school guys. Old school, old school. It's, it's actually a playing FPL on a simulation on a championship manager zero one zero two game. And you know, it's, it's all a simulation, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it, that's it, been passing yeah. the time for you over the lockdown. Yeah, I mean, the wife has been shaming me for that, but <sighs> don't let her. Don't a, let her. Yeah. Yeah, it is what God, it is now. Wives are always just trying to get us down. They don't know. So exactly. I, mean, we're, we're I, like, I, I managed to broker a deal with her, though. So she's trying to go to her folks on the 19th or 20th. So we're good oh, for that weekend of football. I know. My wife, I've been prepping. I'm like, you know, normally there are a lot of games on. Like, there are going to be a lot more games. One game at a time. Like, be prepared for the football to be on TV a lot. And she's like, all right, all right, fine. Just help me around the house. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 then and, and, uh, oh, congratulations! First off, I never got the chance to do that. I know that oh, you're cheers, dude. Thank a you, recent yeah. father. So yeah, hope that's going great. Yeah, it's uh, it's going. Put it that way. So I mean, we're total opposite ends of the planet right now. I mean, I'm in LA. You're in India. How's the lockdown been and everything? I mean, everything's still kind of slow there. Oh, yeah, I mean, work just started this week, but there okay. are talks of locking the city down again. I am in the worst hit city of India. I live in Mumbai, which is like uh, the center point of how people enter and exit the country. Yeah. So, so, so we've had it bad. I mean, we're we're looking at around seven, eight, nine thousand cases a day right now, and That's... in the country, so it's really bad. Uh, but I mean, what we could do was like stay in for best part of three months. And I think we are going to do that for a while as well. So it is what it is. I mean, it is what I'm it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm so kinda, glad the football is back because you have something to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Just having something to look forward to is everything. Um, all right. So let's, let's hop in. So I think we're going to start, maybe start off talking about some kind of guys you like, what you're looking at with your team specifically. I mean, you're ranked right at a thousand right now. So you have, you know, you have everything at your disposal to even crack on. Maybe like top five hundred. What are what are you kind of targeting at this point? Top hundred, maybe. Uh, I mean, um, possible. The the ambitious aim, I, I think, is a uh, uh, top two hundred. So I can have like a hat yeah. trick of top two hundred finishes on my CV. I think that that'd be nice. But yeah, but yeah. 
uh, I mean, I have a wild card. I have a free hit chip and a bench boost. So, uh, I mean, I would be disappointed if I didn't finish outside the top thousand. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm. You got to aim for that. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maintaining where you're at with all those chips, you're probably you'll probably probably get there. So, so you're looking at with the wild card extra one in hand. What are you looking at doing here with the restart starting up next week? I, I, it's pretty obvious. I mean, I don't need to overthink this. I mean, you've got unlimited transfers, which is an well, extra chip, and, and so I'm going to get to handpick my team for two weeks out of the nine game weeks that we have left. So I'm looking at bench boosting in game week thirty. While carding okay. in thirty one, so that I can, you know, fill up the United players, both players, etc. Son, Wadi. I agree with all the picks that you guys spoke about on the previous part. And uh, then when shit hits the roof, uh, I have a free hit in my back pocket to use it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I think you know people are probably maybe not as like familiar with your your work and stuff on fantasy football scale. What you kind of come at, but. You know what? What are you kind of looking at? Because I know you talk a lot about upside, right? So I, I assume you're looking at that upside play here, kind of coming off the restart. What are you kind of looking to exploit? Uh, I mean, I've, I've always uh, liked uh, you know filling up that attack. I mean, I've since the last five years, whenever I start the game, I've never had a second keeper. I've uh, never had a fifth defender. They're always like. Non-playing four million fodder. Like I, I, I like. Uh, I don't like spreading my funds too much because I like playing around with the big hitters. Actually, yeah. so, so, so when people, I, I just feel like people spend too much time thinking about your four and a half, five million picks. That that's not where the points are. I mean, even over a period of five, six, seven weeks, I, I think there's going to be like a twenty point net profit or loss that you're going to make on that position. I mean, you don't need to overthink that position. And I like going for like steady picks when it comes to those slightly cheaper 5 million, 6 million, 7 million price points. And yeah. uh, then I like filling my team up with four or five big hitters who I keep switching on a constant basis. Like I, so I, I, I did an article on the scout at the early point of the season where I was looking at uh, Big hitters and how they perform against like shit defenses and like good yep. defenses. I call yep. it like a yep. bramble defense and a Lescott defense. Yep. Um, yeah, I remember and, that. I remember that and, article. And and and, and the, the difference was quite prominent, you know. So mm-hmm. so so I'll take a hit to get the best captaincy every week because I think captaincy is a huge, huge, huge factor in the game. People don't realize it, and and that's where you make twenty, thirty points in a week. So that's always my primary focus. Now I'm beginning to wonder what will happen because uh, this is like a clean slate, right? We don't know what we're going to see, but the the, the unlimited transfers is a gift because I have like a one week eye test to rely on, you know, before going into my wildcard team. So yeah. like I'm just going to watch all the games, just yeah. try to assess form if yeah. I can, and then yeah. pick my team. And so then I'm hearing spending. Spot. You spend it all on the pitch. No second keeper. Really play like a two man bench. One guy's a four zero defender, and not not loose to take hits if you're going to get a new big hitter captain kind of guy. So you you look for those heavy hitters as many as you can get, and then you rotate on and off heavy hitters based on like short fixture runs. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I also think because of that I have a. Uh, one up on the value orders because they're 
scared of losing value on their big hitters. And I think it works in my favor because I am switching them up. Like I'll sell KDP this week and then get him two weeks later. Like I don't have any issues doing that because you're unshackled from value when you're playing that way. So the only, only people I like having value on are your, you know, Raul Jimenez and all of those players because, because they can stay. Like I love him. He's he's perfect for my setup because I got him in, Game week four, and I haven't even thought about removing him even once. Like, he's so perfect for a set-and-forget position that I, I don't even feel like going to an Ings or a Pukki or whatever because he's perfect. You're just wasting transfers at that yeah. point, kind of, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and he'll and he'll give you a goal every two games no matter what. Like, that's 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 his consistency. So I like such yep. players. Good on bonus. So yeah. you look for those glue guys in the mid-price kind of place where you don't need to focus on transfers so you can really spend them on, you know, going from OBS to Kuhn or Kevin to Mane and double up with Mo, like stuff like that. Stuff that's like sort that. of what you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of how you approach it. Yeah, and, and even two good fixtures or three good fixtures are good enough for me. Like, sure, sure. Just, if you hit it, you, you, you've gained 20, 30, 40 points. Yeah. So that's Yeah, that's, I mean I've I've seen I mean you've taken 12 hits this season, that's a lot of hits and it's clearly worked out. So standard like every you, season 10 plus hits. Every season that's kind of your MO. So is this kind of just how you always viewed the game or did you try other things and this was kind of the style that fit you the best or what kind of, you know, what what Formulated this this approach because it is very you know very unique. It's it's not like template meta and stuff like people get so obsessed with like value and it's almost to the point where players hold them hostage and you know you 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 are more against the grain than than most you know in the community I would say from I mean my personal opinion. So yeah, just how how did you kind of come to this place? Uh, I, I I think it I I, I, I don't. I haven't actually thought about how I came to this space, but now that I think about it, so so I, I started playing seasons in 2011, 2011 2012. And uh, before that, so me and my mate, that's how we I, I got into FPL. We literally bet on everything. So we used to play like monthly competitions. And uh, so that, that led to like, focusing on three or four game weeks and then at the end of the month we used to have a cash price for whoever did better and then both of us came up with a completely new team for the next month which led to like i guess 10 12 hits right so 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 i'm so used to having a good team for that week that maybe that subconsciously affected my playing style so maybe it's that and and i i don't think uh, uh you can have a set strategy for Every season, like you, I mean, this we this 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 little strategy that I'm talking about, it it came into effect, and I thought about it when I wrote that article that we mentioned earlier, and and then I realized that you have your Mount and Jimenez and so and so and Kelly, you don't need to move yeah. these players, so it enabled that. Yeah. Now. now, if 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 we're in Suarez prime season or RVP prime season, there's, there's or Salah's first season, there's there's no need to even move those players, right? Because they're yeah, going and doing it week on week. So I, I think you need to identify how you're going to approach the season, maybe in the first four, five, six game weeks. Uh, I always wildcard early as well, I think. After two or three game weeks, I'm, I'm on to a wildcard and trying to attack. Like I don't wait, even when it comes to getting yeah. players who've just been signed. or I, I So while, uh, while, while uh, people view ownership as like... And, insurance or safety measure or shield as they say. I am very opportunistic 
when it comes to ownership. I like people, players with low ownership, and I, I, I look for gaps. I mean, and, and some people uh, interpret this as, uh, you know, going against the grain for the fuck of it or, or whatever. But no, I mean, I try to look. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a little naive. Like if, if people are thinking that, I mean, you, you are, you have your, your history and, you know, you have thought behind it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like I'm, yeah. I'm always looking for an opportunity. Like, like so I, I just, you know, I need to come back to a couple of things cause you're going over a lot very quickly, but the using the wild card early, I mean, do you, do you really go into the game week one, like preseason only looking at like those first three fixture windows, for example? Uh, no. like, is that kind of what you do, or do you do you just you happen to wild card early, but you still plan for like eight game weeks? Because that's something I always struggle with looking at the game at the very beginning of the season. I, I, I plan for the next first five or six game weeks, but I focus okay. on the first three. So if I can, I mean, you can still get lucky with your picks, right? I mean, uh, yeah, you, of course, you hit the form player. So I don't go very short term with my thinking. Five six weeks is what I look at, but I mean. I think uh, you can take advantage of the first wildcard the most early on. Like it's it's early season is one of the places where you can try getting ahead of the pack. Otherwise, uh, everyone knows what's going to happen yeah. in the season. I think six, seven, eight weeks in. Like yeah, we, yeah. I think I agree. I think there's like that sweet spot somewhere between like game week three and eight or so when people are still like kind of slowly getting those guys who you know are going to be good for the year or for for a while. Exactly. Yeah. My problem is people don't back themselves enough. I mean, ev- everyone sees what I see. It's just people are not convinced. They, they, I mean, they don't have conviction about it. And it, it's the best way to play the game. I mean, just just back yourself. I mean, yeah, backing yourself is is nice to say, but it, I think for us who play hardcore, it's a lot more challenging to do that when you know you're really immersed and having so many conversations because it's so subjective and we're always, you know, trying to determine which like which factors are the most deciding factors, like the most important ones. But you can always create like a very cogent and very rational argument against what you choose, you know. So yeah. it's kind of figuring out how to weed through. So I guess on that, you know, what what kind of you know manager are you in terms of like stats versus games? Like do you do both? Do you watch a ton? Do you not watch much? And and also like what kind of content do you do you where do you go for your FPL kind of info and stuff? Or is it really just kind of you yourself and you? No, no, it's, it's definitely not just myself and me. So I, I so, so so definitely I, I think what helps is having a good FPL ecosystem. So I end up reading like 80 85% uh, of the articles on the scout. Like I have a sense of OCD. Like I have to read what what's out there uh, so that I don't miss out on anything. And I think they do a very good job of covering everything that needs to be covered. So I go there for articles. And then uh, uh, we were a part of a forum called Nirvana. Right? Where we're always like lots of vets around, you know, people who know how to play the game. They play the game differently. They don't, uh, you know, think in the standard way. And it's good to b- bounce off ideas there. I'm a part of a similar WhatsApp group. So so I'm always talking to people and that's where we're bouncing off ideas and new ideas emerge. So yeah, that's that. I mean, I, I have no problems asking for validation uh, of my team, etc. I don't think I'm always right. I've made mistakes. I tend to make mistakes. Uh, so yeah, it, it's having a lot of conversation around the teams and 
reading the information. One thing I think where, where I'm a little different is I don't tinker too much. Like the process for me is about reading, about looking at the stats. And then I think one or two tinkers and I'm set. I'm pretty decisive that way. Oh, so do you do you sort of like beautiful minded in your head about like okay these guys these are the couple guys I want defense to build around these are the couple attackers I want these are the heavy hitters I want and then you kind of just sit down on the page and, and slot them in and then fill around kind of that is that your process yeah that is my process and that I mean that's okay. that's how you build a team that like there that's out of fifteen there will be seven eight well that's how you build a team I'm fucking sitting here for hours every day like. A, I don't even know what. Uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sitting for hours too. It's just because once you... We're doing different things, okay. Thank you for making me feel better. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not that. I mean, uh, so like when the double game week got announced for you know 30, I mean, I, I looked into the city stats and it, it took me like an hour to know that De Bruyne, Sterling and Aguero are not going anywhere for my draft. Like I, hands down, the best double game week team that we have. I love that they're playing fucking Arsenal because if you get Aguero against Arsenal for even 30 minutes, that, that might be enough. Like They're one of the worst defenses in the uh, country right now. I mean, the only uh, thing that you factor in is does this Arteta know Pep and can he manage? But it's just, just the quality of the defense is so bad. So I was like, I'm not moving those three. I'm not compromising on those three, and then then we'll build around that. So I mean, I guess we could segue into kind of what you're looking at. So you're going super hard on the city players, and I mean, obviously you have the wild card back pocket, so that's a unique position. But you're just sort of like they're a good team. Yeah, they don't have a ton to play for, but. They have two good fixtures on paper, both homes. I'm gonna gamble that you know maybe I don't get two starts out of them all, but it's not that important to me. They're just the best players. Hopefully, I spike it. If not, you know that's kind of the shot yeah, you're taking. And, and, and it's backed by stats, so I did look at the numbers. I mean, uh, so, so, uh, so uh, I think also with Aguero, like I have a love affair with the guy. Uh, but if I didn't, uh, I actually think. Uh, Jesus is not a bad option, like for two million cheaper. I think Pep will look to play him a little more. Also, I think he will be a little more fitter than Aguero for this cramped schedule. I don't think he's a bad option. And when it comes to the stats of the city players, when you're looking at Aguero and when you're looking at Jesus, like both of them are far beyond and above yeah. everywhere, everyone else in the league when it comes to like minutes per goal attempt or minutes per big chance. Well, I mean, listen, no one's going to sit there and like question City's, you know, prolific nature, but I mean, what the the main argument against is the minutes. You yeah. know, he has a big squad and they don't have a real game until August. So, you know, are you just in terms of the minutes, you know, what's your stance there that you're so happy to spend, you know, 35 million of your team on on the three players? So I think Aguero is the most explosive player in the game by far. And the okay. way I'm looking at it, you have 90 minutes confirmed of an Aguero. Like, he has to play one of the two games. I'm guessing he plays 60, 70 in one and 30 in the other. That's enough when it comes to Sergio. Like, like that's it. That's, that's all that I need to know. And then De Bruyne is more like a boring sanity pick. Like, I don't like De Bruyne as an FPL asset too much. because uh, He's like an eight-pointer eight, kind of guy. I'm very, very... Uh, 
doesn't I, I like if I had a weakness uh, as an FPL player, I, I'm, I like goal scorers. If you had a weakness, yeah, like, don't, like, like, I, don't even have a weakness. No, no, I, <laughs> <just> this guy. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like. I know what you're saying. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, yeah. I don't like assisters. Like, I'm your Christian Eriksons and your Ozils and your De Bruyne's, right? Like, I like people who are in the box goal scorers. Like, I mean, but I picked De Bruyne. I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I mean, he has to be there because, like, everybody's owning him and you, you can't ignore that. And he is fucking beast. So, like, yeah, he's in there as a sanity pick and he's likely to play yeah. two games. And uh, Sterling, Sterling, I think, uh, I think he's done, I ho- I'm hoping he's done some yoga meditation in the last two or three months. Yeah, some fucking thing. Some the guy's talented. I mean, he's gone from, like, 30 goals and assists a season top two, top three FPL player into oblivion this season. But but again, I noticed that he likes starting the season well. He's a naturally fit guy. Uh, he sucks at... He, I think he's... I think he misses Sané a lot. A lot, a I, lot. I think that's that's the problem for me with Sterling this season's been just like, when you know where he's going to play every week, he's easy to game plan against. But when you have him and Sané, it's just like... Exactly. Pfft, no, no chance. So, so There's no before chance. Before the season, I was watching uh, all the City goals. I was sitting one afternoon and watching two hour. Sterling's goals were all tap-ins just when Sané is... Bypassing yeah. players on the side, side on the byline and yep. putting them in, like yep. Aguero and Sterling yep. are getting those goals when Sané is crossing them in, like yep. yeah. But, yep. but but yeah, and he'll be back. I mean, he won't be playing a ton of minutes, I'm sure, right away. But he'll be back a little bit. I, I, I'm I'm hoping Sterling gets thirty or forty minutes with Sané on the other wing in the first two games. I think that's enough for me. I'm actually looking at him for the captaincy because I think out of everybody, he's the most naturally fit. He's most. Uh, I think likely to play the most minutes amongst all the city players. Also, I think he's he's got a lot to prove because people are beginning to question him because of his form and everything. And uh, also, he seems like the kind of player who will do well when there's no crowd. Like he sucks at Anfield every time he plays. <laughs> so, like so yeah. the occasion does get to him, you know. So, I think this might help him. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so good at missing sitters, and you know, no, no crowds, no one showing him wanker signs. Maybe that'll give him the little pep in his step he needs. But yeah, I mean, all of that makes sense. You know, I, I hope it works out for you. That, that's you know, that could be massive. Like again, it, it's kind of like that's your gambling on the upside play, right? Is just. You're not looking for maybe you get you know ten to twelve points out of Ederson. Like you're like, no, I'm gonna go for these three players. They are the most explosive on the team, and see where the chips. Yeah, fall. I mean, you uh, who's who's capable of getting you braces and hat tricks, and, and these these three come to my mind. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that that's something we you know we we try on our pod to kind of talk about is. You know those play like how many players are there in the game that have brace potential on a given game week, right? Like those are the players, those explosive players. When you could just jam like a fifteen in your in your team, like you're automatically going to have a good week. Exactly. So you know if you can identify, I mean, we kind of saw Sar a little bit. Like now is starting to come into his own. But you know when you could find those players, especially in the mid price bracket, I mean, those are the guys that really are the difference between. Middling seasons and and really good seasons, kind of right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. agree with you. So you got the three city boys. What else are you? What else are you so, looking at for your team right now? I have now? it open. I'll take I'll take you through what I'm thinking right now. Uh, so Jimenez stays there. He's playing West Ham. 
uh, and I've got a lot of value attached to them. I have him since game week four. So, and I know that Wolves have like a beautiful run of fixture. So he's not going anywhere. I, it, it's stupid to lose value just for one week. And he's still playing West Ham. So, yeah, that's there. The third striker position, um, I was kind of debating. Uh, I mean, I made a draft with Oba. And, like, the first thing I said is, fuck Oba. Like, it's, it's, it's Arsenal. He's 11 million. I'm not captaining him. And I, are you a Spurs fan by chance? You're, you are, like, hot take. Hate Arsenal so much right now. No, no, no. I'm, an, I'm a United fan. I actually uh, okay. love my Arsenal strikers. Giroud is my favorite FPL player ever. Like... But oh wow okay but 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 he's a he's kind of a Jimenez type FPL pick so, so I was looking into it and he 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 does well for me always I was looking at his stats for my team over a period of two seasons and I kid you not like he averaged ten plus points for me per appearance like in my FPL Drew or Obs who are you talking Giroux, about Giroux. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he was always like under kind of mid price, like not on that many teams, and always pretty good. Yeah, yeah good, good guy. He got me my best finish as well. Like, uh, so I I have like great memory. You have nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So wait, so Obs, you were just initial thought was like, fuck this guy, but but are you coming around a little bit? Because you know, double game week. No, no, yeah. no. The, the, the deal is right because okay. I need to pick fifteen good players. Like it, it's. Because you're bench, bench boosting, right? right? So, so, yeah. so yeah. if I get OBS, I mean De Bruyne, Sterling, Aguero, and OBS, there's no money for anybody yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. then I've been playing around with the thought of Samata for that position, and and uh, I, this is the first game that we're back. <laughs> it's 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 like the FA Cup final for Aston Villa, right? Like they they, they can't afford to drop points at all, and then historically we've seen that these guys are. Uh, I mean, you've got to back a relegation team or two. And with McGinn, maybe they have the quality. It's a punt. It's a one-week punt. But like my, my other options for that position were like Tanny, 7.5, playing against his old team. Shit defense in Aston Villa. Pookie, who's playing Southampton at home. Shit defense again. Uh, and Jota. And I, I feel like I didn't, double, didn't like doubling on the Wolves attack. And so initially, I had way more single game weakers in my team. But in the past two days, I'm... I, I, I'm just doing the fuck it two bites at the cherry play. And they, yeah. they, they, they don't have other strikers. And I don't think the Chelsea defense is that great. So, yeah, I mean, five, eight, and going to play like 120 minutes. I think it's worth a shot. Also, what I like, yeah, I, I agree. What I, I, what agree. I like about Samata is the guy always puts himself out there. Like, he'll die for you. Like, if somebody's getting in the crosses, he's really aggressive in the box in terms of when he's approaching the ball or whatever. So I like him. So, so I put him in there. Yeah, I mean, he plays like he realizes that this is going to be the rest of his career, like what he does for Villa, right? Like he's either going to, they get relegated, which is probably likely, and he's going to be able to kind of stick around in, in, in a decent spot or he's probably going to be fucked off to like Ghent or something. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, and he looks fit. Yeah, I like, no, I like the Samata pick. I like that a lot. You got to gamble for the upside. If you have the one-week punt, you have the luck of doing it, you don't have to worry about you know next week or the, in, in a few weeks. I, I think that that's probably the way to, way to go. Exactly, and I mean yeah. my other options. I mean the only one who really attracts me is Tammy. Like I think he's got a brace or a hat trick in him. Now he's he fits that category against the Villa defense. But I, I think Villa will be up for it. I genuinely think they'll be up for it. Yeah. I just don't think it matters with their defense, <laughs> honestly. 
Yeah, and the good thing is, I mean, there's no, there's no baggage, right? I mean, if they do it, they do it. If they don't, fuck it. They go on next yeah. week. So, yeah. Well, it's also you're you're looking through a very narrow lens, which is unique that you are literally only looking for the game. But I mean, in terms of Tammy, I mean, I, I was wondering what your thoughts are on like because I'm looking really hard between Tammy and like Rashford, and I'm sure you're not too hot on United with your you know one game week they play Spurs. But what are you what are your feels on that one? Uh, United, um, I like Rashford, but I don't think he, he's going to be. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be fit enough to play. Three games a week. Well, Tammy kind of same. Yeah, Tammy kind of same. same kind of question yeah. mark. Yeah. So, so, so when it comes to the strikers, I think Vardy and Jimenez are like shoes. Like, like they're they're going to yeah. play 18, yeah, they, 19 they minutes week on week. Yeah. Both teams have something to play for, and yeah. then you have Tammy, good option. But Chelsea, I think, have a couple of tough tough fixtures in the first three. Uh, like after the first game, I think they play City. Who who do they play? That's that's the only two. They have Villa, then they have City, then they have West Ham, Watford, Palace, Sheffield United, Norwich. So it's pretty good, other than City. Yeah, uh, it's a good punt. I, I like Danny I, as a yeah. punt. Uh, and uh, Rashford. I mean, I just wonder about his minutes because. Uh, and the big big factor for me when it comes to United is uh, who's going to get the pens. Because if you're looking at non-pen goals, Rashford and Marshall. Are on the same. It's got to be Bruno. So is, it's going to be Bruno, right? So is Rashford as be Bruno. attractive an option? Rashford fucking sucks at pens, and Pogba definitely sucks at pens. I feel like Bruno's got to keep it. I'm, I'm with you on that, which which makes me like think that I think Marshall's a better option than Rashford at that price point. Mm-hmm. Like I and also Tony. It's possible. Yeah, Tony's really underrated. I've captained him twice. He's, he's got three goals. Yeah, I've had him for a, yeah, I've had him for a long, long portion. I started. The, I think I had him on my game week one team, but I've had him for a long portion of the season. I love yeah, him. Yeah, and, and he's just. I mean, so I watch United week on week. He's that kind of player who's gonna flourish when there's good teammates around him. Like the difference. Yeah, uh, yeah we were talking about that. Yeah. With yeah. with Mar- Marshall ahead, when Pogba's playing and when Pogba's not playing is huge. Like like he likes having yeah. good players around him. I like Tony. I think for eight million. Uh, I think Alon mentioned that he's good for five goals in the in the run-in. I agree, and so yep. why not put him there? Like the only only issue with uh, Marshall is like if he has a bad game or two, like we have a Gallo, like who's ready to jump in. You know, like Dude, don't don't come on. No, I mean, okay, don't don't sit here and tell me like Tony's going to be threat is threatened by a Gallo. <laughs> He's looked good. Igalos looked good, man. He's looked good, but yeah. <laughs> fucking Igalo, dude. He should be back in China if this didn't happen. Oh, man. I, I love Igalo. Like this is oh like the game okay. for him, and he's been. So you had Igalo like three years ago, and he was banging for Watford. That's what I'm hearing yeah, you say. That's all I I'm did, hearing. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm fucking oh, like, like I've seen like shitloads of interviews with Igalo, and he's got stars in his eyes. Like this, he's living his dream right now, and. Fuck that! I think Tony's a good pick. I don't think he's going to be sub, but like that's the only slight worry with Tony. That's it. That's that's about it. Yeah. No, I I hear you. No, he he definitely can go missing for a couple games in a row. We've seen that this season. We've always seen yeah. that. So yeah. Okay. He, that was he, good. He, that was he, good he, stuff. He's look uh, really sharp in training. Like again, he's like Sterling. Like I think no crowd he'll do have. Like you know. Well, the other thing he, you know, huge advantage for him is unlike Pogba and Rashford, I mean, he's was fit before this whole fucking thing happened. So that's a feather in his cap comparing them. I mean, assuming Bruno's going to be in and, you know, a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of teams with the defender in. Yeah. I mean, Martial, Martial's kind of a rogue, rogue pick for yeah. sure. 
and underrated yeah. i think in general fpl spectrum uh, i don't think you're going to get yeah. a united forward playing in the midfield at 8 million ever again so like take advantage yeah. i mean he was 75 he started at exactly. 75 yeah. yeah so i like marshall um all right so you like marshall and you like I mean, Bruno, we talk about Rashford, not too keen. Tammy, like Tammy. So what, what else are you looking for your team? Uh, midfield defense. Midfield defense. I mean, Grealish is a shoe-in. Nailed on for 180 yeah. minutes. He, he's, he scored a nice goal, uh, I think, two days ago. I've been looking at the preseason scorers. Uh, okay. I, I mean, what else do you have to go by? So, so the, apparently the noise is that the Villa guys are looking really sharp in training and all of that and they're all fit and everything so yeah so Grealish I mean it's, it's, so you got Jack in you got Kevin in what Kevin, else Jack, Sterling uh, okay Raz then, right then, then then I've got Fleck in yeah like Fleck yeah, or something Fleck. Yeah, Fleck. it makes sense okay. again he scored yesterday uh, but he makes sense because I was watching at some extended <laughs> highlights and shit and like he's, he's, he's basically launched from on the other side right? he's always in and around the box etc and uh, he's got like corners and set pieces from one side. So at five million, and also I was, I was, I was really keen on a Sheffield attacker because they're playing Villa and Newcastle. So there's 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 like two or three goals in there. Just want a piece of that. Could be, yeah, could I, be. I, yeah. No, no. I think I mean Fleck at five yeah. definitely, especially given you know trying to jam in a lot of big hitters, definitely makes sense for your budget. Exactly. Then then the fifth midfielder spot is kind of tricky. I'm looking at. Mount. Yeah. What can you afford? I there? can afford six million, six six and a half. So, okay. so I'm looking at like Mount, or like just go with the explosive. Oh God, v- fucking vomit with or Mount. Barnes. You know Barnes against Watford. I like that again. He's he's yeah. like a brace guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I like yeah. Barnes and it, yeah, I definitely. If, if I want to go cheap, I'm I'm also thinking about like Cantwell or like Saka at the four and a half five million spot. There's lots of noise about Saka playing. Uh, Midfield, attacking midfield, and uh, dude, I mean, what are we talking about with Arsenal? They have five thousand players in the squad, and Arteta is going to probably play different formations with different players in the formation, like every yeah. Game. But my, my deal with Saka is, I, I think he's far, and he's, he's extremely talented. I think he's the best of the lot when it comes to Arsenal. Like I really, really rate Saka. I owned him uh, in a draft this season as well, so I looked at him really closely. I, I think Arteta can like build his team around this guy. I think he's that good. I, that is nuts to me, yeah. but okay, you like Saka, I, I hear you. I mean, the kid has zero goals on yeah, the but season. Nine so. assists. Like, he, he's, he's your uh, creator. He's not a goal scorer. And he, nah, he has four. He has four assists. Uh, I was talking about all cups. Like, he's done well this season. So I was like, uh, I mean, either I go big, so, so the difference is like I can get like a four and a half million defender. And like a Saka or a Cantwell or a Duda or whatever. Or I can get like Alonso as like a one-week punt uh, along with Saka. Yeah, I mean, that that, that seems bad to me because I'm not sure he's going to play. Alonso, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm talking yeah. about like getting like a six million defender like this. Alonso, there's PVA that I'm looking at. You're, you're a Palace fan. What do, you, what do you think about PVA? One week. Yeah, I mean, he's... I mean, he's on pens when Millie's not in. We knew that after after before the restart. But I, I just I like spreading it around a little bit more. Like if you're going to have to sacrifice all the way down to a four and change, like I'd rather go to get someone like 
Foley or you know someone yeah, in the four or yeah. five region than like PVA for that one week. Like I feel like you'd get more bang for your buck by getting a better midfielder than Saka, who you know maybe he gets you an assist over the double. Best case, yeah. I feel like, and probably starts only yeah, one. I'm of the still two. debating that position. So that's kind of yeah, probably where I'm I would currently go. leaning towards Barnes as the six million price bracket. I think he's great. Like he's he's got that explosive potential. I like him. Uh, so and, and he was actually outstatting Vardy for the last seven eight. Games like significantly that caught my yeah. eye. I mean Vardy. Yeah, I mean Vardy went into a big dip, and he was like kind of carrying that yeah, knock, yeah. you know. So he, I think that's a grain of salt for me personally. Like leading, like leaning too yeah. much, putting too much emphasis in those specific stat like group of games. But so, what's your defense looking so like right defense now? Defense is, I mean, pretty good. Like out of the seven spots, uh, three are nailed in. Two is for Sheffield defenders, and one's Leno. Like I think five million Leno good yeah. for the saves, get lucky with maybe a clean sheet yeah. against uh, Brighton, uh, kind of like a yeah. no-brainer. I mean, they did keep three and four, and you know, I, I, we were talking about them. I mean, granted, they were against Burnley, Newcastle, and West Ham, so that's not stiff competition. Even if it was against, I mean, Arteta has gotten them playing better defensively. They were jammy clean sheets. I mean, again, I've been looking at some of the highlights. Arsenal concede like so many fucking chances, and they're all big chances. So. Uh, yeah, but they can do that when they've got yeah. big Leno, big yeah. Dick Leno behind the pipes. He just yeah. stops it all. No problem. Yeah. No big so deal. I like that. I like Leno as a pick. I think kind of no brainer. You have to go for like a double game week keeper there. Uh, and I've got like Trent in there again. Value. I like him for the first two three weeks. I want him on my wild card, so yeah. he's he's gonna stay in there. I've got Doherty again. Okay. So, so so again, that's that's what. So if I if I uh, you know get Saka, I've got like a. Alonso slash PVA Trent Doherty defense, you know, like that's good. Like there's chance of points, attacking points from your diff- uh, from uh, all of them, and then there is a couple of Sheffield uh, defenders and Leno, so pretty good in defense. Uh, got one spot open for like a four point three, four point four. I mean, got Lascelles at that point, Cahill. I mean, trying to call a clean sheet somewhere, you know, with that one spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you not have a second keeper if you're bench boosting? You surely yeah, no, should, right? Like, yeah. And Henderson, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good team. I mean, you'd, obviously you're not going to be able to have you know 15 bangers, but it sounds like yeah. your money is invested well and you know you have a few loose, looser yeah. spots, but yeah, it sounds like, a, sounds like you're really close. And one, anyway. one thing like, I'm thinking about is what to do with Lundstrom. I, don't, I think the game he came back just before we uh, went... Into lockdown, I think he had a great game, and I actually rate him as a player. He's he's actually got a good shot in him and everything, and I, I, I still haven't sold him all season, so he occupies like a four point four spot for me. Uh, and the good thing is that the first game that we have is like the Sheffield game, so I'm hoping uh, if we manage to get some early team news, and if we do get to know that like Lundstrom starts season, like. Yeah, I think that's completely insane. I've been like super negative on Lundstrom to everyone who's been talking about him. I just think that, I mean, he was being rotated with Burge to begin with before the break. He's going to sub off early any game he does start. So, I mean, I don't expect him to start two in a row. And in and, and any way, I think that he'll he'll get one of the two. But after that, I mean, you don't really want to start him. You can't start him because he's not going yes. to be playing every game. Like uh, you don't know when he's going to play, and they have a lot of really bad right. fixtures. Like he's gone after this week. Like, 
Yeah, but then, but like you, you want two starters for two shots at the clean more than like Lundstrom. Maybe he gets a goal like in two games if he plays like probably one and a half, right? Like that's kind of. I mean, the the, the thought in my head. I mean, how I'm perceiving this debate is like I I have a defender and a midfielder for one game, or I could have two defenders for one game. Actually, I think he's that attacking. Like he's good for a goal. Uh, That's my thought. Like also he, he. he he braced yeah, last I mean four goals in two thousand. He braced last night. He, like, yeah, I, I, I mean, dude. Whoever plays tomorrow, like Norwich plays and fucking Bundia gets three assists and we're gonna be talking about him. Like let's let's calm down on the preseason for a second. I mean Lundstrom's got four goals, you know, when he was playing and we re- could rely on him as a starter for sure. But I'm where I'm coming from, I I just I'd rather have the the two starters who are gonna get me clean shouts than than Lundstrom at this point for me with them. But Fair. I don't know, man. You're, you're, you know, you like the upside. I hear that. Yeah, you know, I I'm hear you with that. And you know, if if you think, yeah, I mean, if you think that he's going to maybe spike one, and you don't, you know, you're not worried about like an Egan or an O'Connell, who might get you, you know, twelve. If uh, best case, you know, and Lundstrom best case gets you like twenty five or whatever, twenty. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's just a shot, and I and I'll only do it if I know that he's starting the first game. Like that's 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 it. Yeah, otherwise you'll just go to one of the yeah. center racks or something. I've got 4.7 yeah. for that spot, yeah. so I can get like Basham or Egan or O'Connor or whatever. So, yeah, no, yeah, sounds sounds like a good sounds like a yeah. good problem to have. I mean, yeah, you have a lot you have a lot going for you with the wild card, so you can really take some yeah. some big risks here and not be hurt. You know, I mean, a lot of other folks like if they're trying to gamble on it this hard, you know, you have to have the wild card or else. You know, you have to be more cautious and you know not you know throw all these city guys in and, and spend all your budget there when you have to plan for the rest of the season yeah. as well. So I mean, if if, if I yeah, it seems, if, your if team if sounds good. If I was good, in like your situation and if we didn't have like a wild card, what what I'd probably do is like uh, build my wild card team game week thirty one onwards and then move backwards in terms of two or three punts that I want to take just like for this week and then I do like a minus four or minus eight next week. Set up my team for the long term. Yeah, I mean, I'm like super opposite end of the spectrum with this double game week to you. I think, I mean, I'm I'm like super concerned about minutes for pretty much everyone on these four teams outside of Grealish and like some center backs, and I don't want any city players in my team. Really, I, I have Ederson, but I don't really want any of them for the medium term, and I don't feel like. I'm going to get enough minutes and points to be able to afford future hits to get them out. Like I feel like I'd come ahead more negative than anything with that. So I'm I'm just kind of throwing the double game week a little bit out the window. I am in a bench boost, so I, I think I'll still manage to have a good game week with that. But I'm I'm just kind of building for the rest of the season and and, and kind of just taking picks I like for the medium term. I, I still think like you um, can that I feel more secure maybe about you can the minutes go with the Sterling or something because I love that price point. Like the, it's the easiest switch to Arsala or Mane because of the money. Yeah, like I don't, because I don't like them either. Like I'm, I'm concerned about Liverpool. I, I don't feel like they're going to be good value for the right. run in, and I'm concerned about you know injuries. I'm concerned about a lot of rotation, and and I like ha- I'm building more of a squad. I'm, I'm sure you you would hate hate the team, but I'm building more of a squad, and I'm I'm trying to think of it in in a little bit different terms because I think it is a little bit more unique than just like yeah. a game week one. You know, games every three days. You you know, I think it's things are going to happen yeah, a lot, I, very quickly in terms of injuries and and losing losing out on players. So I'm I'm trying to. No, do I don't that blame way. you because so we'll if, if I didn't have a. Wild card. I mean, I'd be looking at a more long, longer term picture as well. And if City and uh, Liverpool are uh, 
you know, out of the picture, you can build a squad because nobody else is really that expensive. So I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. It's, it's something different for me too. I mean, I normally do something similar like you're talking about with, you know, always one goalkeeper. I mean, not always like a four or five guy, but always one, you know, usually my, my fifth defender is four zero, or, or, you know, usually pretty close to it. And, and I do usually spend my 11, spend my money on the 11, but you know, something I've really been, and Alana and I kind of talk about it, is the last couple of seasons really feeling like my first bench spots coming in, like, all the time, so I'm starting to like kind of flip a little bit more on like a little bit more emphasis on the bench and and having options to be able to rotate. Yeah. Yeah. So you know I'm I'm kind of in a transition of what I'm how I view you know optimal team building strategies. Yeah. But you know it's always it's also like a clean slate. Yeah. I mean, if people want to try something different, I mean, you won't get a better opportunity than this nine week uh, period to experiment with your game style. You know. As, yeah, especially yeah, exactly. if you're in a nothing to lose position so, and go for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not having a very good season, so I'm definitely not feeling any any pressure to like maintain or, or I can really have much yeah. to to do this year. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm taking a shot. So I, I wanted to come back to kind of the eye test stuff and and when you watch games, like, what's your process when you watch games? Do you usually watch kind of like there are a few guys in your mind who you're interested in seeing their performances or do you just watch as like a fan, like you just watch United and you don't watch many other games and you catch match of the day? Like how does it go for you on like a typical weekend? Match of the day is essential. Like I've watched match of the day always. Like I, I don't feel comfortable making a move if I've not seen the guy play. Like how sharp he's looked or whatever, you know? Uh, so and I'm, when I'm watching the games, it's not about I have like preconceived notions of whether I want to go for this guy or not. But like, I like paying attention to who's getting in and around the box. Like that's something the stats don't tell you. Like, like people. Yeah. I mean, other than heat map, right? Like they, I mean, I, I I also don't like heat map as a star stat a lot. Like I I don't think it gives you, it doesn't give you, it's so misleading. It doesn't give you the complete picture. Like yeah. who's 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 in the yeah, box to take the shot when a team is crossing? There's a there's a set strategy. Like Lundstrom wasn't a fluke. He's instructed to be inside the box when you have your wingbacks crossing in, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like Doc, Doc, right? Doc's not getting there by exactly. accident like every Doc week. Doc is it's amazing. Like yeah, like he, his job is to get into the box. That's that's. Doc is what Alonso was like a couple of years ago under Conte. Like he had to be in there for the. Cross, you know, so like there's so many ways of getting points with that guy. So that's what I yeah. try to look at: what, yeah. what, who the team is uh, relying on for getting the goals, who's getting inside the box, and who's looking sharp. Like, like if somebody hits a shot well and it's just missed or something, like I know that this guy's on it right now. So th- those are the two factors that I look for the most. That's something that you don't see inside in the stats, you know. So yeah. And in terms of the stats, I mean, I hear, I hear you talking about getting in and around the box. Like, do you like shots in the box? Like, what what are kind of the stats for maybe just attackers we could talk about that you concentrate the most on? If you, you know, granted you watch Match of the Day, you see the highlights, but, you know, when you're kind of doing the comparison tool on FF Scout or whatever, shots in the like, box what are you looking at chances. there? Like, those two, big chances. Big chances. Big chances. Like, it, it, uh, okay. so, so, it's what, Led me picking Mane over Salah last season and worked out really well. And it sure. and it kind of tied up together, right? Because Mane's job is to be inside the box when Trent is crossing in. Like 
Mane is a great asset because Trent is so good. And when he's crossing, Salah's actually on the right side byline. He relies on individual brilliance a little more than Mane, and Mane is getting it on the platter. So, like that stat is what I like. Yeah. A lot. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I mean that also comes to like backing yourself, right? You're watching the games and you're seeing something different than what the FPL like heard consensus is, right? Like Mo's in like double the amount of teams as Mane. But so it's kind of being able to yeah. separate, right? Like the template and the noise from also what you're seeing and what that is telling you, what your intuition's telling you and what, yeah, and, what, the, what the stats are telling more you. More often than not, especially early season, what happens is if this is happening and I notice something, I'll make the move before I log on to Twitter or Nirvana or FS or whatever. Because like, there are going to be loads of people who are going to make a very, like you mentioned, a very rational argument against that. But I want my instinct to stick. And uh, quite a few times, it's not really the logical move. But I want to back my instinct, so I'll make the move before I, you know, go out there and discuss it with people if I'm convinced. Like I think that's something people need to do. Like, yeah, to no, do your no, thing yeah. in isolation. Like if you're sure and if you know that it's kind of risky, like do it anyway. Like just, just go for it. Yeah, no, that definitely is like you're protecting yourself yeah. against yourself because you know when you hear everyone like you're getting what, like you're doing what, and the doubt creeps in, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, if all of these other people who know what they're talking about are telling me not to do it, then I probably shouldn't. Versus just that initial instinct, right, where you're like, you see something, you know something that fits, like it's a player you've seen before. You know, however you shortcut that in your brain, you're like, no, that's a good player. I'm gonna go for it and then yeah. just do it. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. So shirt. that's that's that. And and and, and I don't like like that's that. ownership. Like fuck that. Don't pay attention. Don't Look pay at attention it. I mean, it. I mean, don't don't get stupid about it. Like, don't decide today that fuck it, I'm getting Maverick. Like, I want to do things differently, and then then play stupidly. Like, I think that's the mistake people make. You know, I like in a Van Persie season. Van Persie is amazing. You captain him week on week. You have to play that season that way. Like, don't don't try to be different for the fuck of it. Like, it's the biggest mistake people make when they're trying to go all Maverick. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I definitely like finding the one percent players. Like that's like part of the my favorite thing of the game. Like last year, I was like huge on Rondon. Like I got him really early, and I had him for a long time, and it was like amazing. And like those types of players are the guys that make me have a lot of fun. But I also do marry. <laughs> you like Rondon, with, then you hate on Igalo. What kind of guy? Are you? I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, how they're it is, like man. twins, so. They're like twins, except for Rondon's a fucking monster and Agala's just a little bitch. But, but no, I mean it is still backing it up with like what you're seeing, right? Like I'm not just picking the name out of a hat. It, it looks like you know, oh, he's on set pieces now, and it's like you know, oh, he's he's getting in and around. His stats are good. like all of that stuff has to has to fly. It's just finding those players kind of before they hit a have a big haul or like you know, if you were on Sar before he had that triple return, like he was doing well for a while. Exactly. And, exactly. And you know, you're if you're just getting on him before everyone else, you know, those are the kind of things that are like, oh my god, I rose like so much because this one player propelled me, you know. So yeah, I, I hear you. And then one 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 big thing here is 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 like there's no half measures. Like if if you're going with something, follow through because uh, like yeah, I can decide that I I want to be maverick and I want to you know go against the percentage and I'll try it two weeks, three three weeks and it fucks up. And then you don't try it again. And then you're kind of like, 
nowhere. You're in the middle. Right? Yeah, you're like, in no man's land, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I mean, deciding your head that you need to get more than 50% of your uh, maverick decisions right, right? And if you're getting more than 50% correct, you're having a good season. Like, that's something you need to think about. You need to persist with what you've decided, like, that's that's something. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Like if you do if you start that way and then your first few don't come off, like you can't go fall back into following the template because then you're you're already behind, right? Like you're yeah. chasing where exactly. everyone else is rather than kind of backing yourself, like you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a really interesting thing. It's yeah. and it's also really hard, right, to to do that because so easy to go on tilt, right? Like yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you have a few bad gamings. I mean, we've all been there, right? You're just like, exactly. oh my god, like I'm an idiot. Like, how could I have picked these players? Like, how did I take that hit? Like, it was so yeah. stupid. It was so obvious. But and then you're like, oh, like who scored? Like, oh, like Kevin. Like, okay, gotta get Kevin in now. And then he just gets like, oh, six points, and you're like, you're fucked after you just did all this shit for that, right? So exactly. yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. I I love that point. Yeah, and 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 if it is an obvious mistake. Correct it, like fuck it. Like, Correct it. Don't like, don't put bad money after good, right? Kind of thing. I, I, so I so on my wild card in game week three, I sold Trent. I was like, no, they didn't keep clean sheets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then I saw a Liverpool game, and watching a Liverpool game without Trent in your team is a horrible experience. Like it cannot yeah. get worse. So immediately got him back, and I was like, fuck it, like this this is a mistake. Fuck it, I'm not. Going to persist with this because you have to also yeah. enjoy the games, right? Like I can't not watch Liverpool. They're playing some good stuff and all of that. And FPL is a huge Liverpool is a huge part of the FPL season this year. Trent yeah. had to be. In no, I, I hear you for yeah. sure. You have to like take into account your emotional state, right? And your, and the enjoyment of the game as well. Kind of paying a little bit of attention to that. Exactly. Um, I also really wanted to add. Where does the late riser name come from? Are you just like? Lazy and you sleep in or something or what's the what's the story there? Story is like a so eleven twelve was the first season I got into FFS and it was in the second half of the season and until then I did not know what I was doing. I mean, you did not know that there is a way to play the game. There is a theory. I mean, I used to discuss the game with my best friend like and that's it. Like the guy I bet with month on month. Like we used to talk FPL and that's about it. And then I discovered that there's these nerds on here who have like similar interests and everything and they've discovered and are figuring out how to play the game and all of that and I was like fuck yeah this is awesome and uh, so what happened was I had a terrible season and I managed to uh, win the league in the second half of the season Fergie style so that's where the <laughs> name comes in later so, okay yeah. so it's literally rising up the table to glory yeah and generally style. generally I, I always have like a, like I'm always or in the first half, and like I always have a strong you. fits fits you to fits a T. You. Plus, United fans, it fits the narrative. So yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. I think I think we kind of got everything in there that I was hoping to touch on. Um, is there anything else you wanted to kind of talk about or touch on? I mean, I, I don't know. You know, just being on the pod, just chatting, chatting FPL, or do you feel pretty good so far? Or closing up soon? Uh, just, just one thing, actually. Uh, this is, I mean, I think the people that uh, kind of, uh, I'm just talking about this season and sort of like chip strategy and everything. And then and I'm, I'm like, uh, if there are people like you, right? Like you made the transfers throughout the lockdown and you have a team in a good position. And I was talking to a friend who's actually debating what to do because he's got a good team. 
and does he want to fuck it up and attack double game week this week so what he's actually doing is uh, he's uh, ignoring the unlimited transfers because he's got a good team he's free eating for double game week 30 and then he's coming back to his original team uh in 31 now just if if because i think your listeners might find this useful the 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 standard guys you know who have good fixtures your united your leicesters uh, uh your wolves liverpool all of them have a good fixture in 31 and it's something that a few people are overlooking i think uh, rca or nirvana mentioned this you know and it could be a good option for a bench boost uh just just in case your listeners want to consider that like just something different yeah yeah and i i mean it, it's risky like i Don't have a good team. Like I was getting like Benteke back in because I was just like I don't know what's happening. Like I want to get my friends back, yeah. so I am not really in that in that place per se. But the thing that's risky to me about that is like if you don't have your wild, like I feel like you need to have your wild card because when those fixtures swing and you know you don't have those kind of exploitable picks like we're talking about, those kind of high upside picks. Yeah. And you're stuck with like 40 million on Liverpool players when they start playing like fucking Minamino and shit. I think you're going to be in trouble. No, but it's an easy switch. I don't think it's it's you're in trouble because like you can literally buy anyone you want in two moves, right? Like it's a minus 4. Like Salah yeah, Mane that's, to That's that's a way of looking at it. Yeah. Like because you've got those that amount of money in two or three players it doesn't take too much time to spend it elsewhere like even even no, i got you i got you what do you, what do you think about kane like if if he if he kane if he bangs in a brace yeah. not 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 this week because he's playing united no. i mean son son was the first thing i did was put son he, in i'm i'm with you on that son is nailed but we I have i think kane is a disgusting option disgusting option even if he disgusting. hits form if mourinho is not playing him in the number 10 role if he's looking sharp still i think you think his leg is yeah, i mean if if we got in a time machine and it was the year 2017 like i'd love him but he's been playing where he's been playing all, like what you're saying like sure like if he plays a different position and like everything changes then we could talk about him but based on literally every minute i've watched spurs since mourinho's got there he's just reverse out of position relying yeah. on pens and yeah. terrible and his stats have been bad so yeah. i think that's like overthinking in terms uh, of looking for something different unless if of course you're saying like if the stats turn and he starts playing more far forward he's getting more shots off and he's getting in and around it more but i i can't see that yeah. i'm just saying because you yeah. you're going to have this money to spend right with no uh, city no liverpool players so i mean that that's like an option i'm keen to monitor what happens with the kane Yeah. yeah, but see, I, that's I, the thing I'm talking about about the squad is like I'm spreading it around more than just one guy or two guys. Like I'm not looking to spend the money to spend it for money's sake. Like I'm trying to get a bunch of like eight million type guys. So who, who's who's your eighth attacker right now? Grealish oh, and Sar. I have Grealish and Sar. Oh, that's great. So you're spreading it out like properly, like like six. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna. That's why I want to give that because I I hear you. Like I could definitely. do that. Like I could definitely free hit and like keep a few of my Liverpool guys for a couple games and then, you know, take a hit or two. But I I just I want to do this other thing instead. So, but I hear I hear your your point definitely we haven't made it on the pod for people that do are in that position with a good team right now can definitely look to do that for sure. No, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um I think actually I did have one more question maybe we could end on this, but you know I think you know I've, I've interviewed like a handful of people, but 
the like just the way you you approach the game and kind of the way you think about it more in terms of like like I hear you thinking more of like strategic kind of like game theory type things yeah. and not as much of just like oh like you know this guy's on this team with four good fixtures so I got him kind of a thing you know yeah. what about FPL like is it your personality or are there other kind of Strategy games with all these moving pieces that you're attracted to, like you know, maybe if you could talk about that, if the question was clear enough. Uh, it was. I mean, strategy. I mean, uh, I played all the strategy games that are to play back in the day, except for Championship Manager. And it's, it's, it's. I think most people are into it because of like competing with their friends, right? And it's the conversation. I mean, it's, it, it's. I think why you guys started the pod. Right? It's just enjoying chatting about it, and when you're chatting about it, you come up with these theories that might or might not be correct. So it's that, but I mean, I played your strategy games. I can't find a connection in terms of, you know, how I'm always thinking about this so much, but mm-hmm. no, I, I can't really think about anything. It's just, okay. I think it's, it's, it's the exposure to FFS uh, quite early that led to this. And, I, and, and then you're an, when you're an active part of the community, like the, the conversation with people is great. Like when you're, Trying to figure the game out, so that's how this stems from. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I hear. I mean, I when I back when I started playing like a handful of years ago before we did the pod, yeah. getting on the FS, FFS forum back then was was definitely what like hooked me in deeper yeah. because in America, I mean, I don't have many friends that watch Premier League. Like it's you know baseball, basketball, hockey, football, like NFL. So it's that community definitely pulled me in. So I, I hear what you're saying about yeah. like you know you need to have a good like ecosystem, like you said earlier, yeah. a, an FPL ecosystem to make it attractive and yeah. keep your interest, right? Yeah, I mean just yeah. just not football, right? Like out here, like it's like the guys are into cricket, right? And we're playing like yeah, Mumbai Indians. I watched that fucking thing on Netflix. Yeah, it was amazing. You, you would love the game we're playing. So what's what's happening is there's actually a draft selection happening, an auction happening, not even a draft. So like people are like putting in. Uh, some money to buy a team and so like seven eight of us are buying a team and there are eight different teams that come in one night with some beers and stuff for an auction and we are auctioning players and you get points on like scores and all of that like so all these strategy games that revolve around real sport you know which makes sport engaging like we're we're into all of that so it's it's great fun yeah yeah dude all right so where can our listeners kind of find you or reach out to you and and hit you up and and find your find your work just uh, if I mean I write for the Scout, so you can find my articles there. And if you and I'm I'm very active on Twitter, so you can find me at Late Riser Twelve. Late Riser Twelve on Twitter. Yeah. All right, LR. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate yeah, it. Really enjoyed great. it. Thanks for great. coming on. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I had a ball. Uh, also helped with, helped me with a couple of the decisions I'm thinking about. Like I'm looking, I'm thinking more about Barnes than Saka now. So I mean, I like that chat also. Like I'm more. Closer to the team now, I think. So yeah, let's see what happens. All right, cool. Just don't come looking for me when it goes pear shaped. All right, all right. If Saka scores a goal, like, and if I didn't end up going with him, like, I'm blaming you because. Okay, yeah. fine, fine, fine. I can, I can take it. All right, all right. Uh, thanks again. Cheers, cheers. That's been great.